Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fangirl Fever. Today's episode, we're finally talking about Olivia's debut album, Sour. But before that, let's get into our favorite post of the week. All right. My favorite post is a music video that we recently or was recently recently released. It's different by Maggie Lindemann, my fave, our fave. And apparently I just caught this while I was looking at the post. I watched the video, but it said it was like with Rolling Stone because she had an interview with Rolling Stone and they talked about different and the meaning behind different. The music video is super cool. It kind of reminds me of like when you're listening to a song in the car and you feel like you're in a music video, like that's how you feel is how she looks in the video. Oh yeah. I totally get what you mean. I didn't watch the video, but I did see the snippet and I was just like, oh my God, this editing is so cool. Yeah. And also the day that she gets her Rolling Stone cover is going to be a wonderful day. I know. Um, my favorite post of the week is a TikTok. Um, so this girl starts it off saying, it's like a video. She says, celebrities I get compared to because I'm Asian and people think all Asians look alike with a bunch of con emojis. And it's like, um, Alana Condor, Janelle Parrish, um, the actress who plays Layla in Grand Army, and then the last one is freaking Hunter from Ginny and Georgia. And I was like, oh my goodness, I kind of see the resemblance. And she also admitted that she did see the resemblance too. And then the very like last two seconds, she does like the little Happy Friday Snapchat thing that he does, and that was just oh my god. That's yeah, I literally funny. just saw it right now, and I'm just like, this has to be my favorite post this week. It's funny, like that Snapchat thing is so cursed, but it's so hilarious. I Happy Friday! I, I really thought I was able to do it like every Friday, put out my Snapchat story, but I'm just like, this is too much work. The fact that they thought that was like realistic, not for realistic a teenager, whatsoever. is so funny to me. Like, that filter is so 2016 for real. It's interesting, but it's really funny. Okay, well, now that that's aside, we can finally talk about Sour. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so hyped. So this album has how many songs? I think it's 12, but let me know. Yes, it. wait, no, 11 songs. 11? Yeah, and it's like 30-something wow. Yeah, 11 minutes. minutes, 11 songs, 34 minutes, 46 seconds. I wish it was just a tiny bit longer because it's Same. so good. But I'm happy with what the album has. So why don't you start us off with Brutal? All right. So this is the song is that you brutal. claimed. Yeah, I claimed this song. And so last night I graduated and I came home and I was like, this is a lot going on. This all just happened. And then I got to listen to Sour. This is going to be intense. So I put it on. I put Brutal on. And I turned it off immediately, not because it was bad, but because I was overwhelmed because it starts mm-hmm. with like an orchestra and I love orchestras. And then it switches and it changes to like this punk song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How did she wrote this for me? She did this for me, for us. Yeah. And I literally claimed this song and I was like, wow, I knew that this was the song. I knew it was the it girl. I think this is one of the most relatable songs for teenage girls out there. Exactly. Like when she like, said, I hate the way that I'm perceived. Yes. I say that all the time. And I and I think that specific line, anybody can relate to that. Yeah. Like 
Oh my God. It was just so, I was not expecting it. I wasn't really sure what to expect it to be about. Like mm-hmm. the whole concept of brutal is it's brutal out here. Yeah. I was not expecting her to say anything like that. When I think, when she says that, I think she's re- referring to the t- her teenage years, obviously, but also yeah. like being so young and thrown into the spotlight at such a young age. So I think she's yeah. referring to both things. Yes, um, I agree. Two of my favorite lyrics. The first one that comes up first is, I'm so sick of 17, where's my teenage dream? First of all, I just love songs that are about being 17. Like, they're so fun. I have a whole playlist of songs that are about being 17. And I'm way past that, but all those songs are really good. And the little, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a reference to Katy Perry or something like that, but Teenage Dream is also a very good song. So true. Like, all these lyrics, they're just so relatable to I feel I don't know just like you said like just teenage girls yeah and especially being a star when she's like what's the point of being famous if I'm not exploited mm-hmm. stuff like that because she's so young and in verse two when she's talking about like she's not cool she's not smart can't parallel park can't has parallel two real friends. Park. Yeah. I hands down definitely felt like this when I was like 16 17 18 like a, a lot of times and now I definitely don't have these thoughts as much, but you know, you have those days and I'm just yeah. like, sis really went into my brain and picked out every single thought I've ever thought of. And then when I went on TikTok last night, a lot of people were saying how brutal is like their favorite because of how relatable it is. Yeah. It's like, I've never heard a song before like this, but she literally spoke to everybody when she yeah. wrote it. Such like, a great wow. choice for an opening for the album. No, like, right? I don't think any of the other songs would like do a good job being track one. Exactly. Like track ones are always like make it's or so break. important. Yeah, it's so important. And this like the we'll get to the last song, but like the beginning and the last song, just so different. They're so different, but they sound so nice in the place that they are. I think she did mention in an interview that Brutal was like one of the last songs that were written for the album too. So it's really interesting how she decided to make it track one. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was like written after Driver's License came out and like Mm -hmm. right after that, that's when she decided it was going to be an album. Yeah. But it is interesting that it became the first song. But I think it was a good choice. Yeah. Definitely. All right, so very interesting shifting from Brutal to Traitor because Brutal is like super upbeat, very loud, and Traitor is just like your heart is broken. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's like a whole one eighty switch. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about this song? I I mean, it's just like I feel like she's very known for this type of music because it's kind of similar to driver's license like it's just like slow sad ballad type Mm -hmm. but I think I noticed that a lot of people well Joshua Bassett was trending on Twitter yesterday I'm pretty sure it was because of this song because the lyrics make it seem very it kind of reflects driver's license a little bit yeah I agree I liked it it's not like one of my faves but this album Mm -hmm. is no skips so yeah that's down literally just the truth the next one is driver's license which we've talked about many times before absolutely record break record breaking classic i don't know if we've brought this up before but in the music video her earring says sour 
Yeah, and they're selling it with one of the merch bundles, the earrings. Mm-hmm. She really is Taylor Swift's daughter. Like, I wonder how many other Easter eggs that we miss. Like, we probably have to rewatch that music video and Good For You and Deja Vu. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in an Instagram picture that she posted with the ice cream truck, it literally says ice cream is good for you or something like that. And like, it totally slipped everybody's mind. Wow. Yeah. I and love then- that. and then on the good for you like um the teaser instagram post like the locker number was 514 and that was the day that she was on snl i know she's insane she's so smart she really is taking notes from taylor like i just honestly that type of stuff is so fun like it's so fun for them to like create all of it and be like will they find this we'll Mm -hmm. see and then when people do find it, it's so exciting. Yeah, and also in the Deja Vu video, there's a Polaroid of her, and that turned out to be the Sour album cover. Oh, wow. So yeah, those were some popular Easter eggs that have been discovered that I remembered. I kind of wish she would just sell the earrings, like, separate, because I feel like they would sell it crazy. I think we could make our own. That's true. They're, like, safety pins, right, with mm-hmm. letters? With, like, oh, yeah, letter I'm definitely going to make my own. But anyways, driver's license, cultural reset, I think, like. It totally is. Like, I'm going to listen to this song with my kids, and they're going to be like, what is this? And I'm going to be like, <laughs> take You don't notes. know what this is? Yeah, you don't you know what not this my is? my kid anymore. Get out. I can start over. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we all know driver's license is a classic, and we've talked about it many times before. So let's move on to one of my favorites, which is One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. This one is also one of my faves. I'm so happy to hear that. Well, you know why this this is. And I also told Donald last night, but she samples New Year's Day by Taylor Swift. And that is one of my all-time favorite Taylor songs. It might be in like my top 50 favorite songs of all time. So this was a very big deal to me. Like the second the song started, I'm just like, I know this piano from somewhere. And I was just like, (laughs) New Year's Day. It's got to be New Year's Day. That's so cute because Taylor's like her idol. Mm -hmm. And like to be able to do something like that is just so cool. And then especially for fans that are also fans of Taylor, like you, Mm -hmm. it's so exciting. Like everything about Olivia is just perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm just like so terrified of where she's going to be in like five years from now. Like she's gained so much popularity and fans over like the last few weeks alone. So imagine her when she's like, in her mid-20s or whatever exactly like I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it like it's going to be crazy after listening to it a few more times I did recognize that there was like this one part that sounds like six feet under by Billy which is another one of my favorite songs Mm, I I, yeah I would agree it definitely has that vibe Mm -hmm. but I love the beginning with like I think it has like birds yeah kind of one thing I one more thing I will say about this is I wish this was track three just because she mentions three steps back in the title so I'm just like why are you making this song number four when there's a three in the song title yeah it should have been like one step forward three steps back as third Mm -hmm. and then good for you as fourth yes oh my god I didn't even think about that yeah your mind your big brain um, but yeah, this is such a beautiful song. I love it. And I know Taylor loves this song too. I just know it. I know. It's it's so good. Like I actually am excited to listen to it again. I, wonder, I was listening like, to it right before I got on. 
I wonder how she approached like Taylor and her team about like getting this sampled to be part of her song. I know, right? I bet they were like, yeah, of course. Because yeah. we know like she just met Taylor recently at the Brits. And before then, I don't know like how much contact they've been in with each other. Like I'm pretty sure like they have each other's phone numbers by now, but like mm-hmm. how, you know? Yeah, it's Incredible. crazy. I'm so proud of her. Like that's so cool. Literally like working with your idol, meeting your mm-hmm. idol getting approval from your idol that's i so think cool. next album she will have a song that has a taylor as a songwriter on it too oh yeah for sure i feel like one day they'll definitely collab as well yeah it's gonna be so exciting and that song is going to break twitter so true mm-hmm. all, right. all right the next track is deja vu my beloved middle child she's <laughs> so cute i i love this song like all the singles were such good choices. Mm-hmm. They definitely, they brought different sounds from the album yes. to promote it. And I just think they were great choices. They I were like, gonna... oh, go ahead. I don't know what I was going to say. I just <laughs> love them. <laughs> um, I was going to mention this at the end, but since she has a total of 11 songs, I thought three was the perfect amount to release like before the whole album comes out. Mm-hmm. And then the three that were released perfectly captured the vibe of this album. Like it all yes. like kind of teases a bit more of what we'll hear on the rest of the album. Yeah. Like I was a little worried. I wasn't prepared fully for what was coming, but I think I was with the single choices. Yeah. Very, very good choices. And the order that it was released was really good, too. Yes, I Because I feel like Good For You brought a lot of hype, especially on TikTok for the album mm-hmm. to come. Yeah. I think TikTok helped out a lot, too. Like, yeah, it's so crazy that each of her singles has some type of TikTok trend. Yeah. Like, she didn't not- even initiate it. Like, people just are so creative, and that literally. gets the ball rolling. Yep. It's just catchy music. And yeah. And too relatable at times. Too relatable, way too relatable. (laughs) So, I mean, we've already commented on Deja Vu and Good For You, but is there anything new you wanted to add? Um, I think Good For You is my favorite single, but I don't know if I could rank the the three singles still. (laughs) It's so Um, hard. Donald pointed this out yesterday, but if you look at the Good For You single cover art, Good For You is printed in Comic Sans. Hold up. I gotta see this. I don't know if it was like just our TV that was doing it or was that I don't the think actual... it is. I swear. I'm gonna um play it again later and I'll send you a picture. Okay. I don't know if it is on Spotify. It doesn't look like it, but it kind of does. Um, check on her Instagram. Okay. I think she changed her Instagram profile picture, by the way. She did it, and she changed her Spotify. Oh my god, yeah, go on her Instagram. It's literally Comic Sans. With the glow effect. Oh. (laughs) It is. Yeah, so funny. But, like, I didn't even notice it at the the first time it came out, so she must be doing something right. Yeah. Actually, I feel like it's kind of a variation of Comic Sans, because, like, the G and the 4 doesn't look like a true comic sans font you know i feel like it's very 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 similar yeah so interesting why did she do that (laughs) all right i guess i guess it kind of fits the vibe but like Mm -hmm. straight up comic sans does not yeah on the tv it definitely looked a little bit more comic sansy so (laughs) 
<laughs> the TV warped it. All right. Enough for you. What did you think? I love this song. I think it's going to be the next single because I don't know if you saw, but it got like an acoustic performance on YouTube. I saw like the post about it, but I didn't watch the um, the video yet. But I think Enough For You was like the very first song on New Music Friday. Yes, it was. It so it's definitely the... Insane. It's going to be the next like... Single or like the highly promoted song. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a smart choice. It's really good. Like it's probably one of my favorites or close yeah. like up on my list. But yeah, it kind of annoys me that Good For You is good for you and enough for mm-hmm. you is good okay for i was gonna you. bring this up thanks to tiktok for bringing this to my attention but somebody thinks she did it like that on purpose and put them so close together is because good for you is supposed to kind of be like a mocking fun light-hearted song yeah that's why it's stylized like that and then enough for you is like more serious and like yeah like that so i mean the two saying good for you and enough for you it's not her being like i want to be good for you it's it's like good for you like that's exactly yeah it's not the same meaning at all Mm -hmm. so i i definitely get that but what did you have to say about it um enough for you definitely can't relate but i thought it was a very like sad sad song and again this is one where other people will probably be able to relate to her too because i definitely saw Mm -hmm. a lot of tweets about this one and it's very similar vibes to Trader for me. Like I think they're yeah. cousins. They definitely are. I would I saw that too. Enough for you and Trader are cousins and brutal and good for you are sisters. Yes. Very I just, true. I love that. Um, enough for you. I love the ending when it's like she switches and she's like, one day this person, there will be somebody who I'm enough for and all this stuff yeah that was it was like a nice ending to the song because it's a really sad song and I hope she knows she's so young she has so much life to experience ahead exactly of her, and she's just gonna live her best life with the future love of her life yep she doesn't need Joshua Bassett <laughs> yeah or whoever she's singing about yeah whoever it is Ethan from Bizarre Mark. Ethan Wacker <laughs> He's really funny on TikTok, by the way. He always duets like videos where fans are speculating that things are about Ethan and Olivia. And he's just like, it's not about me. We ended on good terms. I'm just like, okay, sure. It's funny. I wonder if there's anything like I need bit about him. She just didn't tell him. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? All right. Next song, Happier. What are your thoughts? This one, I thought it was going to be, she title baited me. I thought it was going to be like the song where she's recovering from her heartbreak or whatever, saying like she's happier, but yeah. she kind of like did a, a turn on us and saying she hopes that the person is happier, but not like when they were with her, which is yeah a big ouch. Yeah. It's like kind of brutal. It is brutal. It. Um, one of my favorite parts about this song is how she doesn't necessarily put down the girl that she's referring to, like that's with her ex yeah. or whatever. And this lyric, but she's beautiful, she looks kind, she probably gives you butterflies, is so freaking cute. I know, and right? I love how she kind of incorporates butterflies wherever she can in this whole like era. I know, right? She definitely, I just, dude, the whole era is just perfect. Yeah. I swear. And I think we need to talk about her merch after this because I want to buy everything. But yeah, she's just doing everything right. Like 
that lyric you said when she was being really respectful about mm-hmm. the girl like it's not the girl's fault exactly it's not it's like, always it's the man's of, fault just saying yeah seriously <laughs> like it's kind of this is a completely different song jocelyn when she's like it's not about jocelyn it's about the guy exactly both of our queens olivia know exactly what they're talking about oh speaking of other olivia i want to read out a tweet that she posted yesterday because i just love when my faves support my other fave um she said Olivia Rodrigo's album makes me want to teleport back to high school because every word is exactly how I felt as a teenager. I'm just going to listen and pretend I am 16 and a boy just broke my heart. (laughs) I think a lot of like older singers and also like people like us, they're just saying like they wish this album came out when we were like 15, 16. Mm -hmm. And a lot of funny tweets came out about it too. Um, A popular one that I saw was if Good For You dropped when I was in high school, I would be escorted out in handcuffs or something like that. And I love that. I'm just That's like hilarious. That That's would be so funny. so funny. That's so funny. All right. Anything else on that one? That's all. All right. Bay or er, jealousy, jealousy. I don't love the song title. I kind of wish it was just jealousy. Me too. But she says jealousy, jealousy. So mm-hmm. it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen any song like stylized like this or any lyrics in general. Well, actually, no, Same. I take that back. Lyrics, somebody probably has done like a repetitive thing, but they didn't put it how it's sung in the song as the song title. So I thought that was yeah. an interesting take. Yeah, definitely. I, at first, I couldn't really vibe with this song. I thought it was okay. But then I really listened to the bridge and I'm just like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. This one's and, probably one I need to listen to a bit more, but mm-hmm. like it's no skips. It's all good. Yeah, to me, it feels a little bit out of place. Like I wasn't expecting to to hear her sing a song about being jealous or not jealous, but like her insecurities and like growing up with social media and all that. Just mm-hmm. because this album is built around like the end of a relationship and this one doesn't really tie into that. Yeah, that's very true. But it's still a good song regardless. She's very talented. And I definitely think I just need to listen to it a few more times, maybe read into the lyrics, and I will love this song in no time. I feel like this one also has single potential mm-hmm. just because it's, like, very modern, like, being jealous yeah. of people on social media. Maybe a music video. But maybe. I don't know. Ooh, I can already we'll imagine the concept for the music video. Same, like, phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a little bit of Black Mirror vibes where you can see like what she's scrolling like on the side of the screen. You know? Yeah, something definitely. Like, like like she's a robot or something. Because this album is so short, we're already on track 10. Favorite mm-hmm. crime. I freaking love it so much. Um, So I was doing, I was taking notes on this album at like three in the morning. And I was like, this sounds so familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. And then this morning, I played it on the speakers while I was making breakfast and, I, and it clicked. I was like, this sounds like Feeling Whitney by Post Malone, which is another oh. one of my favorite songs. Wow. Yeah. Like, no, when I discovered That's it crazy. last night, I was, I was like, how does Feeling Whitney go again? I'm just like, I, I try to like remember it. But then in the morning, I was just like, yep, Feeling Whitney. This is where it sounds familiar. That's cool. I'm definitely going to have to listen to those songs like back to back. But that's cool because that song's so good. Yeah. I also really like the song title. I've never like 
it's so I don't even know how to describe it but just like you know favorite is like it has positive connotation and crime obviously negative connotation and putting those two together is just so fun and fresh it's very interesting yeah like calling yourself somebody's favorite crime Mm -hmm. it's like oh okay what's your favorite crime mine is arson mine is armed robbery oh okay (laughs) i just thought of that we are totally kidding everybody we are not criminals actually speaking of criminals i um i don't know if i should mention this but i had early access to this album and it felt really wrong you are my favorite crime (laughs) is actually stealing or listening to music before it comes out okay first of all i didn't steal it it was given to me well actually (laughs) i asked for it but um so i was listening to i listened to one step forward three steps back and i was just like oh my god this is so good but then i was like i can't listen to the rest i have to wait just like a few more hours and it struck me that i hadn't listened to any leaked songs or albums since like 1d days when all their albums would get leaked wait did you not listen to real friends when pretty much it got leaked oh my god wait just kidding i did listen to that, that. was the one song i, I remember to. it was like that that weird app that we had to download mm-hmm. and someone screen recorded it and they were yeah. jamming it to oh people my god, you totally reminded me of that oh my goodness <laughs> wow good old days um (laughs) but yeah those are my thoughts on favorite crime same i i liked it i definitely have to listen to it more again but Mm -hmm. no skips i've said it before and i'll say it again (sighs) and last but not least hope you're okay i love this song i texted you about this but i was like low-key crying to this song because it's so true like when you go through school, like when you're little, you don't really notice until you're older and you're like, what happened to this person? Like they were really nice. And I know they had like all this stuff going on and then they just disappear. Like you don't know where they are. And I've never heard a song about that before. It's super cool. And like, she literally went into my mind. Cause literally I'll think about people that I haven't seen since like third grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hope they're fine. Like I hope yeah. they're still alive and doing what they want to do with their lives. I have those moments so many times. Um, the most recent one that I can remember was when me and my friend Hannah were in line for the Brandy Melville warehouse sale. We were so bored because we were waiting for like hours. Oh, yeah. Um, we were just talking about like the people that we knew of in elementary school. And we were like looking them up on Facebook and seeing like what they're up to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just so interesting because obviously everybody feels that way. And like, you know, when you look people up on social media or whatever, there's definitely somebody out there who's doing the same thing to you. Yeah, like, I wonder if somebody, like, who moved away, who I went to, like, second grade with was, like, oh, I remember her. I wonder where she is now. Which is absolutely terrifying because I hate being perceived like that, as she mentioned, and brutal, so. But at the same time, like, those people, they remember you in second grade, you know? Mm -hmm. But they're also, like, I wonder where they are now. So it is a little scary. But it's also so interesting because, like, you don't have to think about random people you haven't seen in 10 years but we do wait this actually something just came across my mind again but the other day I was on LinkedIn and I recognized this name because um this girl from my elementary school like I would recognize her curly hair anywhere anywhere and the name that she has is super unique so I went on her LinkedIn profile and I clicked on her photo and I'm just like yep that's definitely the girl that I knew when I was like whatever age you are in kindergarten Mm -hmm that's funny it's so weird and I literally was about to message her saying hey this is kind of weird but did you go to the school that I went to and then but um I didn't but this one kind of makes me want to do that I know it's like 
as scary as it is, it's kind of nice to know like people sometimes might think about you when they haven't yeah. seen you in like a long time. Oh yeah, let me pull up this lyric because I want to talk about it. Okay, so one interesting thing that I discovered about Hope You're Okay last night when I was on Genius was um, she wrote it from the perspective of her friends. She said she doesn't oh. actually know some of the people that she talks about in the song, but there are stories in it that she accumulated from different friends. And she said like she does stuff like that all the time. So really cool. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the like the very first verse, especially about like um, the boy with his parents who cared more about the Bible that part was really sad and like mm-hmm. if you guys know what we're talking about then yes I feel like a lot of people resonate with this song too yeah it's like it's very real mm-hmm. and it's not like it's not too mature for Olivia because she's still yeah. like 18 but it's definitely like very relatable to a lot of people mm-hmm. um with that said I do would like I would also like to add that her songwriting is obviously not like phenomenal out of this world but it's so incredible for her age and the way that she's able to like express those feelings mm-hmm. where so many other people are able to relate to it too on a very personal level is mm-hmm. very special and she just might be best new artist at the Grammys I honestly think she will she's be. about to pull a Billy right now she really is mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, very, very wonderful album. Um, my second bullet in my notes where it says overall thoughts is why is the album so short? Exactly. I mean, I think it was because it was transitioning from an EP to an album. Yeah. But still. I'm so glad she made that decision because if it was an EP, I would literally. I would feel so starved. Yeah. And incomplete. And I'm just like, please give us like EP part two. Yeah, exactly. She would have to do. Like yeah, like Olivia o- O'Brien's doing like an micro mix chapters tapes. or <laughs> micro mix tapes or something. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like considering the speed she put this out at, I don't think an al- a second album is going to be. Everybody that far away. on her record label definitely <laughs> is very biased towards her because I could just well, it, I say that in a good way because she seems like just a genuine person and very fun to work with. Mm-hmm. Like everyone just like wants to be part of making history with her. Yeah, which is so exciting. Like the fact that people really care is super cool. Yeah, and I was her last Instagram post. It was like a a bit of a lengthy caption, but she literally thanked everybody who like worked on it with her, and she added all those photos, and it was just so sentimental, and it made me feel like I was part of the album in a way. Yeah, it really did. Honestly, like it's just. It's very, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. Like most of the times when people release their albums, you don't know who's like behind it, but she credited her manager, the AR people, people who helped her out with her music video and all that. And that's just very, that's a trait that everybody should have. Oh, I'm on her website and they are selling the earrings, but I could totally make those. Yeah. Make them and send me a pair too. I will. Um, do you think she's gonna have a tour announcement soon given like the rate uh, everybody's announcing their tours? Totally. I definitely think she is. I said this a little earlier, but I'm not buying tickets to anybody's tour right now just because the future is still uncertain. But when she drops her tour announcement, she's the exception that I'll make. 
her and the other Olivia too. I'll make yeah. exceptions for them. Honestly, I'm just gonna buy what I feel is right. Like mm-hmm. Billy's tour is so far away. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna buy tickets to that. I also think it's gonna sell out really fast. Definitely. And then definitely Olivia Rodrigo and Olivia O'Brien. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, Olivia O'Brien, you need to speed it up because we're hungry. Oh, like May's almost hungry. over. And this she hasn't album, done any promotional things. This album can only hold us over for so long. We're gonna need you to like yes. keep us fed. For real. Um. Anyways, I want to ask you, what are your top three faves right now? Top three. And any honorable mentions? Brutal. Um, one step forward, three steps back, and hope you're okay. Our top three <gasps> honorable mention is good for you. Oh, I thought we were really gonna have the same top three. Mine is brutal, one step forward, three steps back, and then good for you. And my honorable mention is favorite crime. Wow, we were pretty yes, close. I know we were pretty that's close. How, that's how we usually are. Yeah, we have good taste. We do, we do, we really um, do. Um, but yeah, let's. I think. Oh, her merch. I really want to talk about her merch. I'm on her store right now, and I, I literally told you yesterday, I'm not buying any more merch. Mm, you, are you changing your mind? <laughs> because the baby tees are so cute. Yeah. Like, Donald's oh about to buy the butterfly hoodie, too, but I think the only thing that's stopping him is that shipping is $7, and it's taking five weeks to um, get delivered. And hopefully he's not listening to this right now, but maybe I'll get it for him as a graduation gift. I also and that way the... I could share it with him too. <laughs> true, true. I want to get the the bumper stickers. It says, "Sorry, you just got my driver's license last week." Oh my god, I didn't see that one, but I could. You know what? Maybe we I could make it on the cricket and send you one. Oh, true. Maybe Olivia, don't sue me. Yeah. Okay, I really think this is one of the best merch drops that I've seen in a long time. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with one. She just has like a very good team behind her who lets us, who lets her have so much creative freedom. Secondly, she is also a teenage girl who is a fan like us. So she, she knows what we want. She she would literally wear any of that too. And the outfit where she's wearing like the long white sleeve with the fishnet stockings. I love that outfit so much. I'm begging my mom to find (laughs) those leggings so that I could recreate this outfit. I need it. So cute. Yeah. It's so cute. I I used to be like an anti-merch person because I feel like I'd grow out of it so fast, which is kind of true. Like, I think the only merch that I've ever bought and still wear is like Justin's merch because it kind of looks like streetwear, some of it. Um, But Olivia is just so cute. And if you guys know me, I love butterflies. So I really want it. Yeah, this stuff is really cute. Like, she didn't have to go that hard. Yeah, crazy. Um, but um, that about wraps up this portion from me. Is there anything you want to add? Nope. All I think right. I said everything that needs to be said. So my shout out is a jewelry company. It's called Rose Quartz Relics. They do have a restock on Sunday, which this episode will be releasing Sunday. past Sunday. So you'll miss it. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Unless you already follow them. But I think they do them pretty frequently. And their jewelry is super cute. It's very, it says nature inspired. It has a lot of mushrooms, butterflies, crystals, um, pressed flowers, things like that. And this 
one necklace. It's called Tink. I think I'm going to try and buy it on Sunday because it's so cute. It's like a little butterfly pendant on a silver chain, but then the like body of the butterfly is a crystal. Super yeah. cute. And they also have really cute earrings. So I would definitely check it out if you're a jewelry person or if you're not and you're just wanting to look because it's it's a very unique, cool stuff. And I am very impressed by it. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Nice. Uh, so I'm going to stay on theme and do like Olivia related shout out kind of. Um, there's a fan made merch shop that I found just before we got on called Viable New York City. And the last merch that she made was a crew neck that says, maybe I'm too emotional, which is the song lyric from Sour. And it's very cute. And like, it kind of gives me 90s vibe. And she also has um, two other Olivia inspired crew necks. One is for, I think the other two is for driver's license. But if you're not a fan of Olivia, and if you're not, why aren't you? She also has um, other people-inspired merch on her shop, too. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I love fan-made merch. It's always, like, it's so thought out. Yeah. Love. All right. So, next week's episode is going to be a little different. Yeah. We're going to be doing, like, a Q&A story time and a discussion about a post that you put on our story earlier mm-hmm. this week it's gonna be about like how fangirls because they're girls are put down a lot more yeah there's like a other people stigma. yeah stuff like that and yeah. I really want to talk about this because it's so interesting to me and I'm like very passionate about this because mm-hmm. it's so important as and, like, we should yeah, people just put down fangirl for no reason. Yeah, but we won't spoil it too much. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for next week. To wrap up this episode, shout out to Anchor for adding this feature. Um, this is also only for Spotify users, by the way. But we're going to play One Step Forward, Three Steps Back for you guys. And that's going to wrap up this episode. And we'll see you next week. Bye.